0: Almost everybody wants to have a huge 401k account because we all want as much money as possible for retirement. But believe it or not, there are times when you should not put money in your company 401k. That's the topic of today's My Retirement Clarity podcast. Let's do this.
1: It's time for the My Retirement Clarity podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of J.L. Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and, of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Well, it's always good to have you inside my retirement clarity. I'm Ben George with Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Lee, we talk about the 401k all the time, give tips, uh, help people understand it better, talk about investing, but we're taking a little different approach today, right? Why you should not invest in a 401k.
0: Yeah, this is a little bit counterintuitive, I guess, because we're talking today uh, on situations and times where it may not be best to invest in a 401k. Maybe maybe you don't invest anywhere at all for a time for a period of time, or maybe you invest money elsewhere. So yeah, it should be a good show with with some helpful uh, information.
1: Well, if you have questions for Lee, when we get done, you can always visit talkwithlee.com to schedule a meeting with him, talk with him directly there, or you can call 478-254-3550. How's your summer going so far?
0: Man, it's good. We are, you know, Walker's home from college and we're able to, um, play a little bit of golf, a little bit more golf than we have been. So that's great. He has um, started a little car wash business and and he is he is learning the value of of hard work and he's learning the value of a good shade tree because <laughs> lots of times when he's washing cars out of these office complexes the sun is there so I guess he's working a little bit on his tan too and and my daughter is doing some babysitting and for, awesome. for you know for for humans and for dogs so that so they're they're gainfully employed and so as a a dad who funds their operations it's it's good to see them earn their own
1: money that's great news for you and it's great too because with the the advent of technology and just you know there's we're all so accessible that it if you if you if you do have that drive to go out and and, and work and make money it's probably never been easier than it is now especially i think with like dog sitting and stuff like you can get connected with people in no time
0: i agree 100 percent. so my son applied at, uh, at about eight or 10 different places. And it, it it's crazy because as hard as it is to try to, um, I, I mean, it's different. All, all the places that are trying to hire people because they can't find employees. He, he couldn't get a job anywhere because he would go in and they were like, you have to do it online. And then you get on, go online and apply and you just get caught up in the robots and you can't ever talk to anybody. So he was like, I'm not doing that and started this pressure washing i mean it's a uh, car wash business and he's made more money than he would have at any of those other things and all we did was you know we posted a few things to social media yeah. and just word of mouth and he's as busy as he can be so i, I think people you know and part of it is he's a college student and, and people want to help him out too uh and they appreciate somebody who wants to work nowadays because a lot of people don't want to work
1: Man, that's the truth for sure. Well, best of luck to them. And and good for you. Maybe you'll have a little extra spending money or money to, to put away towards retirement, right? That's maybe the better option.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing that neither of my kids are even thinking about retirement, even though they, they know that's what I do. And I tell them, <laughs> um, yeah, they, they're spending money. Walker is doing, he's doing some saving and investing because I'm trying to teach him that part of it. So yeah. yeah, it's fun to watch him grow
1: up. Awesome. Well, today we're talking about why you should not invest in a 401k. And look, don't take this the wrong way. We're not saying that your four hundred and one k is not a good option for saving. It really is. Can be a very uh, advantageous way to save for retirement. It's got a number of benefits and tax advantages, and get good returns on your contributions as well. Um, but it's important to recognize, like everything else, it's just one tool in the toolbox, and it might not be the best choice for you. So we want to take a different approach and talk about some different times when the 401k might not be the best place to be putting your money. So let's start off Lee with that emergency fund, right? If if you haven't built that up yet, maybe uh, put contributing into the 401k is maybe not the best choice right now.
0: Yeah. In my opinion, starting to contribute to a 401k before you've got an emergency fund is a, is, it's a mistake. And I'm not saying you've got to have a a fully funded emergency fund of six or nine months or a year or whatever you want but i'm saying that you need to have at least started that emergency fund with a couple thousand dollars and then what once you've got this squared away then you can start contributing to your 401k and make that a regular part of your savings habit and and then going forward can you know set up on autopilot another hundred two hundred five hundred dollars a month going into your emergency fund. And that way you can fully catch up on that. So uh, I think last, uh, on our last episode, we talked about the two types of savings accounts that I want people to have outside of your retirement savings accounts. I want somebody to have an emergency fund that is for emergencies. And then what I called on that show, a trip or a stuff fund. And this is you know, like I said on the other the other show, a, a new sofa or a new TV is not an emergency. But um, so that emergency fund is for emergencies. The trip or stuff fund, this is for you know something you want to do or something you want to buy. If you want to go on a trip, or uh, if you want to remodel a bathroom, those are things that you can plan from plan for, and don't take that money out of an emergency fund. So. Once you get those things in place, then you can start putting money into that 401k. And we'll go into some of the the other caveats on the 401k as we go through the show here today.
1: Absolutely. So again, get that emergency fund in place first. All right, what about if your employer doesn't match contributions to your 401k? How does that affect how you affect how you invest?
0: Yeah, so I would probably start out uh, for somebody that's not getting a company match, which that's more rare nowadays. Most companies are offering some uh, a match to their employees. But if you're not getting that match, I would say you probably need to start out by putting some money in a Roth IRA if you are uh, eligible. Uh, go ahead and set this up on autopilot and contribute automatically every single month. And you're going to wake up in a few years with with a big tax-free account at some point. Uh, now, there are the, the disadvantage to a Roth IRA is there are limits to how much you can put in there. If you're under the age of 50, you can only contribute $6,500 a year. If you're over the age of 50, then you can put $7,500 per year. So, of course, if you're married, these, these limits would double. Uh, and even if one spouse is not working, a non-working spouse can piggyback on the earnings of a working spouse. So you don't you know, you got to have at least one spouse has to have earned income. So beyond the Roth IRA, then I would probably look at a a non-qualified account meaning a non-retirement account. Sometimes people call this a brokerage account. This this money is going to be fully accessible to you at any time. Of course, you can invest it however you want. But on this account there's there's no cap or there's no limitation. On how much you can put in there and then after this if you want to go back and add money to the 401k account that doesn't receive a match then you can certainly do that so that's kind of the order that i would do there roth ira accounts uh if you can then go to a non-qualified account and then uh, you can go to a uh, back to the 401k if you want to all
1: right good list to kind of jot down if you haven't done so on which way to prioritize that. All right, Lee, if you're swimming in debt, uh, this is probably maybe an obvious one, but maybe not for everyone. If you're swimming in debt, hey, maybe the 401k is not the best place to put your money right now.
0: Yes, definitely not. So debt's a lot of, you know, it, it's a, a big problem for a lot of people. So if you've really, if you've barely got enough money to pay all your monthly obligations and you don't need to be put money into a 401k right now. Uh, and, and that stinks, especially if you can get a match, but if you're getting a match and, and you're not gaining any ground on, on the debt that you've got, then you're, you're going to dig a hole that's going to be tough to get out of. And I've seen this play out over and over, and, and people contribute to the 401k. They, they grow that account, they get the match, and then then they wind up with a bunch of debt. And then what they have to do is take a take a loan from the 401k to pay off the debt. So th- to me, this is sort of backwards uh, and I think you've got to do things in the right order. So make sure you get rid of bad debt first. And the, this is things like, you know, credit cards or, or personal loan, high interest, personal loans, things like that. I, I don't mind house debt. Uh, and I really don't even mind car debt to some expense, as long as you don't have a gi- ginormous car payment. But make sure you've got the debt taken care of and then start piling away money in a 401k. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word diffuse to 478 475 2050. That's D E F U S E to 478 475 2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show.
1: All right, talking about some reasons why you maybe should not invest in your 401k, but maybe use that money elsewhere. What about if you're worried about future tax increases, Lee? And I know that a lot of people are right now. What should you be doing instead?
0: Yeah, so if you're like me and you think taxes are definitely gonna increase in the future, then you should probably reconsider the amount of money that you save in a tax-deferred account, like a 401k or or IRA or or kind of a, a work retirement account. Um, and i understand that most of us most people save money in these types of accounts because they're under the assumption that they're going to retire and then be in a lower tax bracket but I i would tell you this doesn't happen as often as you would think a lot of people put off paying taxes today just because we hate paying taxes right now we think we're getting clobbered in taxes and so we contribute to those accounts get a tax break now and put them in a tax deferred account So instead of paying taxes today, we pay taxes in the future. So then what happens is they retire and they find out they're going to wind up being in the same bracket. Uh, Maybe the same bracket, maybe a little bit lower on the bracket, but they're in the same bracket. So then what happens is that they're at the mercy of whatever the bracket is in the the future. Now, if you've got the option of a Roth 401k, this is a, a fantastic option. And this is really becoming more popular for companies to offer this, but not all the not all do at this point. I would say probably in in five years, 95% of companies will have a Roth 401k option. But again, even if you think taxes are going up in the, in the future and you do get a match from the company, just make sure you contribute enough to get the match. And then beyond that, go make your contributions in a manner that's more tax efficient so that you're not at the mercy of whatever happens to taxes in the future.
1: And Lee, if you are worried about taxes, one thing you can do as well is take advantage of your Ticking Tax Time Bomb book offer, which we offer anyone that listens to the podcast.
0: Correct. So the, the, the book is a short read. and It's an easy guide with some actionable steps on how you can be better prepared for increasing taxes in the future. And, and we send this out to listeners of our, our show, listeners to the podcast and folks that come into the office, people that attend our workshops. And so if you want a copy of it, text to word Diffuse. D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. Give us a good mailing address and your name and we'll send that out to you.
1: All right, very good. we got a few more here reasons why you should not invest in a 401k. What about if you no longer work with the company? Why is it best to maybe not, not keep that money in that old 401k?
0: Yeah, if you, in my opinion, if you no longer work for a company, then your money doesn't need to be at that, that company either. Chances are when, when you retire or when you resign from a company, it'll make sense for you to move that money to an IRA that you control. Because inside of an IRA, you can invest in whatever you want and and it might even wind up costing you a little bit less. So the only caveat here is gonna be if you retire between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half, uh, and a lot of people don't know this rule, Ben, but if you retire in that window, then you can withdraw money from your 401k without paying a 10% penalty to the IRS. Uh, so many times somebody comes to us and they're 57 years old and they're, they're retiring, they got $900,000 in their 401k. We're going to leave, you know, a couple of years of income in that 401k in case they need that prior to age 59 and a half. So maybe we leave 150,000 in the 401k and then remove the remaining balance to an IRA. Um, and that way they can access it without a 10% penalty. So, um, Technically, there is a way to get money from an IRA prior to fifty nine and a half, but you you sort of got to get in bed with the IRS for a few years, and and that's not something that we do a lot, and it, it really doesn't make sense for for most people. But yeah, in my opinion, again, like I said, when you when you leave a company, your 401 k needs to leave that company too.
1: All right, then your 401k too, this money that you're putting into your 401k, we, we we do so with the with a really the understanding that, hey, I can't touch this money until I'm in retirement or close to retirement. There are some restrictions for that or else you're paying penalties. So if you need money before retirement, you know you're going to need that money. Liquidity is important to you Then a 401k might not be the best choice. Exactly.
0: Yeah, you're 100%. You need to make sure um, that you're addressing your ability to access the money Uh, and so it really for a couple reasons if you're somebody that plans to retire early let's say maybe your early 50s or late 40s and then that happens nowadays believe it or not then you need to save in a way that's going to allow you to to access money at the time that you need it so or you could be somebody that's you know planning on on starting a business or something like that and if you've got all your money tied up in a 401k it's going to be very difficult for you to access so. Sure, you could. If you're still there, you might can do a loan from your 401k if your plan allows it. But some plans don't even allow that, so that money's going to be pretty much stuck there. And then the only way to get it is going to be taking penalties from the IRS. And and I don't want anybody to pay a penalty to the IRS. And and they they're probably a lot of really good people, but there's no reason for us to tip them if we don't have to. So again, just consider when you're going to need the money. That'll tell you how you're going to save.
1: Awesome. All right, last one, Lee, if you have any concerns about the structure of your plan, your 401k plan, whether it be control, flexibility, your investment options, any of these things, then you probably should choose to not use the 401k?
0: Yeah, so I, I'm not sure I really see a lot of people who've got concerns about the structure of their plan. Uh, I don't think most people dig that deep into it. But I know there are a lot of people who don't really understand the plan and that, that can lead to some bad decisions. I think limited investment options can be an issue for some people, but for the most part, I find that people put their money in a 401k uh, into a fund. They don't really have any clue what the fund is. They just pick that solely based on the past performance. And that's not always a good indication of what's what's going to happen in the future. And I know that that actually sounds like a disclaimer and, and truthfully that probably is, but you know, I, I think, a lot of people are also under the misconception that money in their 401k doesn't cost them anything, like there's no fees. And I think f- for most people, if you dig deeper, you're going to find out the 401k that you're in has hidden hidden expenses that, that you don't even know about unless you do a lot of legwork to figure it out. So when this is the case, you may actually be able to hire a professional to manage your account and give you planning advice for for about the same cost. So anyway, m- make sure you know nothing nothing is
1: free. Well, some good reasons why maybe to not invest in four one K. Hopefully that yeah, just gets you thinking a little bit, right? I mean, it's typically we just kind of set it and forget it. It comes out of our paycheck, it goes in, and we don't worry about it. But maybe there are some reasons why that money might better serve you elsewhere. So if you have questions for Lee, again you can always schedule a meeting by visiting talkwithlee.com or you can always call four seven eight 254-3550. All right, let's get into the mailbag here. A couple of questions for you today on the podcast. First one comes in from Claire in Macon. Should I move my IRA away from a place that charges a two and a half percent fee? That seems extremely high to me and I'm not sure how to tell if I'm getting my money's worth.
0: Good question, Claire. This is one we get fairly frequently. Uh, I, I don't know if that it, that fee is worth it because to me it all depends on, on what you're getting. Uh, I would tell you if the person is only managing your account, that's probably a little bit on the high side. But if they're doing a ton of work for you and giving you some extreme value for, for what you're paying, uh, maybe they're saving you a lot of money on your your overall taxes. Then th- then that fee could wind up being in line with with what it what it's worth. So yeah, I don't I don't really know for sure. You might ask your advisor, hey, what am I getting for this two and a half percent fee? If they can articulate it, you might be in the right place. If they can't, maybe you should consider uh, talking to somebody else.
1: Thank you for that question, Claire. We have one more from Greg in Sandy Springs. Greg says. I recently got a very large cash settlement from an auto accident I was involved in, and this will make a big difference in my life because I'm 57 and don't have much, say, for retirement. The problem is that because I've done such little investing over the years, I really have no idea where to start. So what's the first step?
0: All right. So, Greg, for someone in your position who doesn't have really experience in doing this, I I would not do this on on my own if I were you. There's no reason to try this at home. Uh, You said you're 57. Don't have much saved and you've done very little investing. I would absolutely hire somebody to take care of this money for you. Not, not. I would not hire a stockbroker. You don't need somebody to sell you something, but you need to sit sit down with a financial planner who can assess your whole situation a little bit later in in life and figure out how we can make this money be be a blessing for you so that you don't have to work till you're seventy five years old. So that's what I would do, and I'd, I'd probably talk to a couple of people, and of course. I'd love to be one of those people. If you want to give us a shout here, you can call our office at 478-254-3550. Or you can schedule uh, a quick call with me and you can go to talkwithlee.com and grab a 15-minute section on my calendar and, and we'll just talk over your situation. But I appreciate, appreciate the question, Greg.
1: Yeah, we always appreciate your questions and love to hear feedback from anyone listening to the podcast that likes to hear, have questions, or just hey, is there something you want us to talk about on future episodes. Let us know. We'll be happy to work that in. But if you want to talk with Lee again, talkwithlee.com. Easy to remember, talkwithlee.com. Schedule a meeting there. And you can always call 478-254-3550. And finally, the website is myretirementclarity.com. If you want to learn more about what Lee's got coming up, or just get access to all of our podcasts and other resources he offers, they can all be found right there. Lee, thanks for your time as always. Hope you have a good week. Thanks, Ben. You too. Take care.
0: Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review, and this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com, and this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15 minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody's not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know, and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show, and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.